Jack guy, Jack guy, two wacky goofballs talking about stuff. Fat guy, Jack guy, two wacky goofballs talking about stuff. Two biological brothers talking. Hey everybody, this is Fat Guy, Jack Guy. We are officially back at school, so uh, we didn't have that much time to plan for this, so this one's kind of, we're just having a little fun. We're having some yucks before, oh, before the having, school year starts. We're having starts. a good time. We're having a good time. Uh, can't uh, wait. This one's been in the back pocket for a while. Yeah, I came up with this idea when we first started the podcast, so it's kind of just been waiting for that moment. Half a year ago half when we year, started this half a year Over ago. half a year Over ago. Over half a year ago. That's sick. Wow. Anyway, I'm Brendan Walsh. I'm Steph Rubino. This is Fat Guy Jack this Guy. Fat Guy Jack Guy, obviously. And today, we're going to be asking each other questions from Seventeen Magazine's article titled, 46 Things to Talk About with Bay <laughs> When You Feel Like You've Covered It All. That's great, because... There might be a lot of people right now in sort of relationship stagnation mode. They might need to, yeah, they might need to get on this article from Seventeen. So this is a great thing to do with Bay or just your brother. <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to it be Bay. It doesn't have to be Bay. Which we're demonstrating. Right, which we're demonstrating right now. What I've done is I've put all of the questions from this little list that they, the, the, you know, this little list that they put on Seventeen Magazine's website, and I put them into a random spin wheel. So we're just gonna spin it, and then whichever question we get on, that's the you know that's the one that we're gonna answer. So it's totally randomized. We're not picking. No, we're not questions. picking and choosing. Yeah, that'd we're be not picking and choosing conflict questions. of interest. Yeah, that'd be that's not good journalism. <laughs> so we're this not is doing journalism. That. <laughs> we're not doing that. I do want to remind everybody before we start with the questions to support us on Patreon. I hate asking this. <laughs> I'm going to just be straight up with you guys. I don't like asking this, but we got to keep reminding you because some of you listen every week and where, where's your $3? <laughs> where's the $3 at? <laughs> no, I know not everybody can. However, if you can, please consider it. We have links in the show notes on our website and our social media bios. There's links everywhere. So please click that link. And become our brother in that way. Yeah, we really appreciate that'd it. That'd be great. And leave us a review and uh, follow us. All that shit yeah. is dope so that we can, you know, become full-time We want to become full-time podcaster people. Podcast so. grifters. Podcast grifter people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we just said that school's back in session and the two of us were like zombies walking through these halls, all right? So <laughs> <laughs> get on that. Sweet. All let's, right, so let's should go. we start? Let's fucking okay, go. I'm so excited. You might hear some clicking throughout the episode because I am not that advanced in my audio engineering work yet, and I have to click on the computer to do the wheel. I so. think it adds ambiance. Yeah, it really does. Can it's like imagine? you're here with us. Yeah, you're right yeah. here in Steph's classroom yeah, with us. it's like you're here with us. Okay, so. Let's see. Let's see what the first one is. All right. When do you <laughs> feel most confident? Uh Brother, when do you feel most That's confident? That's a great question. I think I feel most confident when I'm with my brothers mm-hmm. and we're just talking and laughing and having a good time. I guess I also probably feel most confident when I've, I'm doing something and I'm really prepared for it. Yes. Like I've really prepared to do the thing. So if it's like doing the podcast, then I feel very confident about that because I have all my research or teaching a lesson. Yeah. I feel confident about that because I've been doing that for a long time and I know that I need to be prepared for it. It does feel good to show up to a lesson you know you're going to crush. Yeah, absolutely. And then afterwards, anything you're like, that you I know you're going to be, you're going to crush it is yeah. great. Any like speech that you have to do, that's great. I guess I also feel confident when I've completed a task that is really difficult and I did it. True. Even if I was not confident throughout the course of doing that task afterwards i'm like oh shit i did that afterwards always feels better yeah you I realize mean, naturally yeah i would say poetry readings i feel most confident when i'm doing a poetry reading damn all right you know something i've done for a long time i feel like i'm pretty good at it and uh i just feel like when i'm up there i'm i'm crushing it yeah you know? i just have you that usually feeling. are Thanks, brother. You usually are. I'm not at that level yet. Well, you crushed you it. You're are. reading. You crushed butt. Yeah, but I did not. <laughs> <laughs> you may have thought that I crushed ass. 
However, I did not feel confident about it. It was a gentler it. crushing of butt. <laughs> not quite ass. Yeah, I'm not at that level yet, you know? I'm just, I'm, I'm a little baby. I'm learning to read in public. Well, you look confident you t- up there. Yeah, you can tell that you feel confident during your poetry readings, though. You can see it in the way that you, like, hold your body. Good. And your voice and, like, your tone and everything. That so. is when I feel most confident. Yeah, so, so that makes sense. That makes sense. All right, sense. let's All right. spin the wheel I'm going to hide slice and play again because we don't want to get the same question again. We, don't, we, we want to hide that slice. <laughs> we want to hide that slice, baby. This is a great thing to do with Bay. I have to agree. <laughs> I'm definitely doing this tonight. Okay, if you were trapped on an island and you could only bring three things with you, what would you take? What a classic question. It's a I classic mean, question. They, when was the first person to ask <laughs> They've been asking this one. Probably like Robinson Crusoe. Robinson Crusoe. Right after that, people after were that, like, people oh, shit. Like, oh, shit. What if we get trapped on an island? <laughs> we might get shipwrecked. Yeah. Yeah. In which case, you'll want to have three things. You'll want only three things. Okay, so part of me is thinking like, practicality i know other part is thinking like don't get bored yeah the other part is just like don't kill yourself so i don't know you know what i know okay let's say a i don't want to say gun because i feel like that's kind of boring because and also you don't know i think machete yes i would i would i would agree with the machete definitely a machete (laughs) machete for sure three machetes You never have to worry about sharpening because <laughs> you'll be machete. dead by the time that last yeah. one's done. I don't want to live if I don't have a sharp machete. <laughs> a machete for sure. You need that. Let's say, oh, a fire implement. Something okay. to make fire with. Okay. And then reading material of some kind. Okay. Because I'm thinking there's not going to be any electricity. No. I don't want to bring anything that requires battery yeah. anything. You can't bring your iPod. You can't bring your iPod. <laughs> your iPod mini and listen to the jams. <laughs> So maybe like a like a huge like encyclopedia. You could just read the encyclopedia. <laughs> you mean like learning shit. But if it, okay, so it could it only really be three things, or is it three types of things? See, there's a lot of oh, loopholes with this question. Yeah, that's, that's some bullshit. <laughs> that's some grifter mindset. <laughs> yeah, I'm really grifting to get more books onto the island with me. Bring a bookcase. Bring a bookcase. Yeah, um, I agree with the sh- the machete, and I agree with the fire implement. I, the fire implement also has to have be something that doesn't require fuel. Yeah, regenerate. Like so it. it has to be something that we could use easily, but doesn't require fuel. So it yes. can't be a lighter, but like something flint similar, or something. like a flint. Yeah. yeah. So I agree with those two. And I guess my last one, yeah, would be like some form of entertainment, but I just like really don't know what, because one book, for sure, I'm going to get tired of that. Shit. Even the like, encyclopedia? Even if we like, even if we say, cover to cover? yeah, this is my favorite book and like, I'm never going to get tired of reading it over and over again. That's bullshit. Because when we do rereads of books that we love, we do them every couple of years or whatever. If this is your only book. You're going to be burning that thing for fuel. Yeah, pretty much. You're going to be burning through it and also burning it for yes, f- and also burning it to You'll live. never want to see it again. So, yeah, some form of entertainment, but I'm just, like, not sure what. But for sure, the tools that I would want would be, yeah, a fire thing and a machete. Dictionary. You could read a dictionary over and That's over again. That's so boring. Your vocabulary would be so dope when you got off the island. <laughs> if, I, if I got yeah. off the island. If I didn't kill myself. Maybe you would end up, like, killing an animal with the dictionary. It's dual purpose because <laughs> it's huge. You hit it? Yeah. Like that, like, big international dictionary that I yeah. have? Yeah, yeah. You just fucking ice some animal with it. Hey, if it's going to feed me, that's nice. Yeah. I Let me tell you something. I don't know how much I like this question. It's too... Yeah. I've seen it too many times. I agree. I understand what it's doing. But they put it on doing, the list. Right? For Bay. Yeah, for Bay. <laughs> I guess you want to know how your Bay wants to survive. And you also know if they're dumb, because like if they don't say machete and fire implement, <laughs> you can just break up with them. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of like natural selection for relationships. <laughs> just immediately break up with them? <laughs> yeah. I agree. I don't like this question very much. I think you should at least... Three things is, like, not enough. Yeah. You know? If you really want to get a feel for somebody... Yeah, I think, like, eight or ten. (laughs) Eight things. Yeah, eight or ten. Eight or ten. Lucky number eight. Yeah. All right, I'm going to hide, slice, and roll this again. Random spin wheels are a great program if anyone's interested. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) It's actually really easy to use. What's one thing about you that most people don't know, but you wish they did? Wow. Wow. This is a deep question. This is an interesting question and one that I do not want to answer. Yeah, There's a reason they don't yeah. know. 
One thing is I don't like answering <laughs> questions that pry into my personal life. As you know, I am fearful of being known yes. entirely. Of course. So I guess actually I'll go with some, something that happens a lot. I am loud. Mm-hmm. I am. I am definitely confident in what I know and how I talk about certain things. So in certain settings, I think people, I've heard from people, I've gotten feedback from people, that they have been a little intimidated by Mm. me before they got to know me. And I think it's because they assume that because somebody is loud and confident about what they know, that that means I'm not, that that means I'm not open to like learning new things or that that means that I will assume that they're not as smart as I am because Mm -hmm. they don't know the same amount as, as I do. But I think if there's any person who is accepting of like people who are, don't know as much as me, it's me. I'm very patient with people and like willing to teach them. Yep. You know, and I, I think that sometimes that gets lost in some of maybe my behavior. I'm not really sure. Yeah, people are intimidated. I mean, by I could you. also be fat phobia. I don't really know what's going on, but yeah, people do get very intimidated by me. But I'm very open to people who know less than me about certain topics. I'm really willing to have that conversation with people. So mm-hmm. I guess I wish people knew that I was just more patient Yeah. than they think. Yeah. People are scared of being wrong. People yeah. are scared of like being called yeah. out. I'm putting that in quotes. Yeah. And so I think they think if you're going to do that. Yeah. But I don't. Yeah. You I'm don't. like very but There's a lot of fear people. around that. Yeah. It's very strange. It's, it's you know, it's on them. Yeah, but I understand what you mean. Yes. If you could put that in someone's brain that they don't have to be scared. Yeah. That you would could be just good. talk. Like, yeah. whatever. So I guess that's what I would wish people would want, would know. Yeah, mine, I guess, mine could be similar to that, but mine's, like, sort of different. I wish people knew that I am, like, pretty naturally shy. Yeah. But I sort of combat that by being uh, social. Yeah. But I am, like, really shy. Yeah. And I really enjoy not having to engage in social situations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> unless I'm comfortable with people. Yeah, I agree with that, too. So there's a lot of expectations when people assume that you're, like, the most social person in the world. They do assume that we are extremely social. And And I I think we are to a certain degree. We're more social than a lot of people that I think we know because we know a lot of writers and artists. So I think, yeah, we're probably a little bit more social than them. Mm -hmm. But I think also the two of us definitely, like, quiet yeah <laughs> it's cool to like not do anything on a friday yeah, you know it's fine. like that's the yeah. best it's fine or we'll just sit quietly and like watch a movie together yeah it's nice, <laughs> it's nice. so it's nice. nice it's really nice yeah i agree with that though yeah yeah and another wish... thing kind of like oh god there's so many things is that like i am an incredibly anxious person yeah but it doesn't come off if you just know me on like a sort of an ancillary level like if you just know me as a side person in your life yes but like I'm so anxious about the world and like about my life and about people that I know and people who know me know that very well right but like yeah that's something that like I also suffer from anxiety but like people don't know that shit yeah I think people think that we I think both of us just because like I'm thinking we're at work right now so Mm -hmm. we're interacting with a lot of people who know us kind of as a duo in a sense as like two people the bash brothers yeah the bash brothers we literally (laughs) are the bash brothers except we're not mean body checking other teachers (laughs) i mean there are some that need to be body checked that'd be sick but i think yeah there are people who kind of think of us as a duo and i i I do see that they think we're very unserious Mm -hmm. sometimes fair enough i don't want to be serious i don't want to be serious all the time either but i but the two of us definitely do have concerns yeah. and anxieties and sometimes we get depressed and like people don't think about that they just think we're like goofy fucking yeah idiots who are just like happy all the time and yeah. it's like no we're not like sometimes people will walk up on us we're having a conversation we're laughing but we're talking about something very serious yeah you gotta laugh about and it we just have to laugh about it and they're like oh you guys are just having fun out here <laughs> and it's like no we're literally laughing how we're all gonna die during climate change yeah. like that's not the same, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. not the same thing. We don't have it together so, is really what I want people to know. Yeah, I guess know. that's what I want people to know. <laughs> is that, is that, we're just out here. Just fucking barely surviving. <laughs> right, I'm gonna... Hide slice. Hide slice, you gotta, you know? It makes it easier. Let's so see. next one. Uh, <laughs> this, is the, this is the one. This is, okay. So this one Steph put in as a goof. And it's up. It's up, I can't believe it came. 
It came so early, too. Yeah, really we did. only had 15 minutes here. Shit. All right. This one is, at what point did you realize you were in love with me, Aww, brother? It's so nice. <laughs> God. This is a tough one. I have to think back to, like, six years ago, right? Yeah. Six years ago. Hmm. Maybe when I helped you move into your place in Wilton Manors, you know? Because wow, that's, like, a yeah. loving gesture. That was a loving gesture. And I was, was like, wow, this is my bro. We went out and got grilled cheeses afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, like, showing you, like, oh, we were listening to some music. I showed you a picture. We rode in the U-Haul together. Yeah, yeah. That was a very... I think that was probably the moment. Yeah, it was a loving moment. That it was, was very early in our relationship. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was the moment. Fall 2016. Yeah. And that's an early time to ask someone to help you it move. It is. It is. But clearly there was a connection. Yeah. Well, we were, yeah, we were, I think it was probably something that I brought up and maybe we were talking about it at work and then it like grew from there, whatever yeah. conversation we were having at work. Yeah, I think, I think that that's probably the moment. I think you hit, we really hit the nail on the head. <laughs> Thanks. Also, there was the time in the faculty, times in the faculty room when we had break together, we were hanging out, yeah. laughing. That was also good, but I don't remember a specific moment. No, I don't remember a specific moment, but that year, I guess that whole year was kind of like, obviously when you make a new friend, it's like, yeah, you're just getting to know them. And that's kind of when, you know, you're falling in love with your friends, <laughs> I guess. You can fall in love um, with you your friends. You can fall in love with your friends, yeah. I think definitely in the faculty lounge, when we realized that we had like the same, I don't remember what day this was though, cause I can't, I can't, you know, but there were so many moments in the faculty lounge where we realized we had the exact same sense of humor mm -hmm. and we kept pushing it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. every time we would like push it a little further and I kind of feel like we were testing each other in yeah. like a, a subconscious way just to see how far that shit could go. I think I have a, a specific memory of we taught with a gentleman, I hope he <laughs> listens, named Robert Sheard, who was, a, he still is a wonderful, he was an older guy, and he went by Robert, and then we started calling him Bobby, and he was like, I don't like to be called Bobby, and we were both just going, Bobby! And like, we'd see him in the halls and be like, Bobby Sheard! So like, that was a point where I was like, all right, <laughs> we both know. Then when a guy says, please don't call me Bobby. <laughs> we both will make Just people uncomfortable together. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh. There, that, there was like a lot of little moments like that, though, where we just like took it to the next level. And I was like, oh, yeah, this guy can really hang. We can, ha You know what? That's the most important thing in a friendship, guys. I was guys. like, you can fucking hang. Can you fucking hang? And then, I don't know. I, after that year, kind of just... We just, everything kind of like escalated. There but was also, a lot of like relationship turmoil outside of yes, our relationship. Yeah. And that brought us closer together too. Like just like breaking up with our exes. Because yeah. <laughs> we were like doing a lot of shit at the same time. Or kind of like matched up in a weird way. Yeah. And yeah, that brought us closer together. Podcast also too. I think now we have like a different. Yep. We're kind we're of like partners. evolving a little bit. <laughs> Our relationship keeps evolving. Yep. Anyway, you're my fucking brother. Thanks, brother. And I love you. And I love you too, brother. <laughs> that was really cute. That's a cute one. You got to do this with your brothers. Do you this guys. with your brothers and your bays. And your bays. Bays and brothers. <laughs> bays and brothers. Oh. Oh, this is a great one. I asked this one on dates. If you could eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Damn. This is so hard. Do you Classic have an answer question. for this already? I do, and okay. it's a meal that we have eaten together before. Wow. Korean barbecue. Oh, yeah. All the banchan. Yeah, that's a good answer. All the kinds of meats, yeah. like samgyeopsal, like galbi. That's a great um, answer. And, you know, you make those delicious little rolls with the leaves yeah. and the kimchi that you cook on the grill. You got the pickled radish. It's just such an all-inclusive meal with beer i mean when i'm thinking about a meal yeah not just a food not just an ingredient that's what i'm going for yeah Korean that's barbecue. a great that's a great answer thanks brother like a, such a great answer i mean i have said before i could eat for for the forever. rest of your life yeah i could eat for for the rest of my life thank you yeah great that was a good one <laughs> i could definitely but i i guess if we're talking about an entire meal mm -hmm. I could, if we're talking about an entire meal, I could do Feast of the Seven Fishes oh. every day. <laughs> I could do that every day. That's a day. cheat code because it's seven fishes. I know. I could do that every <laughs> fucking day. So Italian. I know. We but it's like so good it. because, it's, you know, and you could do like different shit there. But like, yeah, I think I, I could eat that every day. Yeah, I mean, 
And there's seven fishes. Yeah, you there's a lot, a lot of, of different dishes. Yeah, there's like a whole thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I guess if I was going to pick a meal, it would be that meal. I've heard Probably. of some Feast of Seven Fishes not being very appetizing, but the one that yeah. you talk about sounds pretty good. Yeah, there's and you can there's change it every year if you want to. Yeah, there are some that are not great, but yeah, you could just change it if you want. You could do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. As long as there's fucking seven fishes. You cannot deviate from that. Because whatever, for whatever reason, that's important in the Bible. Seven, yeah, Jesus. The number seven is seven there like fishes. 700 times, which is also insane when you think about it. It's like in there 700 times. I, you know more about the Bible than I do. I know. So. I also had to research that when I was writing that essay about Feast of Seven Fishes, oh, too. that's right. Like yeah. how many times the number seven shows up in the Bible. I think... All right. All right. Oh. Go ahead. Who would play you in a movie about your life, and what would the movie be called? Oh, my God. This is so multifaceted. <laughs> you have to think about so much. This is actually two questions. This is two questions. And they put it in one. Seventeen yeah. Magazine, you're fucking cheating. This is ridiculous. God, I don't even... This is a hard one for me. If I was younger, because I loved Jim Carrey as a kid, <laughs> I'd have said Jim Carrey... For no particular reason, right? He could was... play you now. Yeah, thanks, brother. Uh, <laughs> not bearded Jim Carrey. No, no, no. He'd have to shave his beard. Let's say, um, who's a great actor? You know what? Let's say Channing Tatum. <laughs> That's Because I like actually... his dance moves. He's a very good... I think Channing Tatum is deeper than we all think. Yeah, I think so, too. I think it's unfair to or say maybe he's a he dummy. He could be a total meathead, but I just have a feeling about him. Like, he's just like a nice guy. Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. And goofy. He can do goofs. Yeah. And the movie would be called Friendship, Brotherhood, Good Time Gang. <laughs> It would be more of an ensemble. It wouldn't just be me. It wouldn't just be you. Yeah, Yeah, it would be about the Friendship Brotherhood Good Time About everyone. It would be a heist movie. Yeah, that's good, actually. Channing Tatum has done a heist movie before. It's in his wheelhouse. Logan Lucky is a great Channing Tatum movie. Yeah, and and it would be like, there'd be a scene where, like, I'm getting you. Oh, yeah, I'd be on the team, naturally. Obviously, Max Quintana. He'd be, he, you need him on a you heist. You need him on a heist. I guess he Valley. Would, yeah, Valley. He'll do something. Yeah, survival <laughs> shit. Yeah. So that, yes. An we ensemble. Mark, <laughs> Mark, technology yeah. guy. That's what's up. Yeah. So we got the whole thing figured out. That's it's amazing. It's Channing Tatum in Friendship Brotherhood. Movie. Good time, gang. <laughs> we should write this movie. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, that's, a good, that's great. Well, thanks, brother. Okay, so I used to say, like, I said this probably 15 years ago. That if I could pick anyone to play me in a movie, it'd be Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, he's okay. We can bring him back. Yeah, we're bringing him back. We're bringing That's him awesome. back because I want Philip Seymour Hoffman. He's such a great to performer. play me in a movie because he can do serious and he can do goofs, and I think he would just get everything down. He's a amazing, amazing performer. Yeah. He would he would do a great. He job. was amazing. What would the movie be called? That's see. That's what I'm getting. That's where I'm getting... Could be what's on your shirt there. Yeah. The movie would be called Redistribute Wealth. <laughs> Actually, yeah. That'd you know what? Dope. In this movie... Yeah. And this, this is a fantasy version of my life where he... Philip Seymour Hoffman goes and he K-words <gasps> Jeff Bezos. Yes. He go on like a cool Jeff billionaire Bezos, killing The real spree. Jeff Bezos. This is a documentary, actually. Yeah. It's a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> with Philip Seymour Hoffman with a wig. <laughs> Risen from the dead. Killing Jeff Bezos. It's a reasonable documentary. Definitely take this seriously. <laughs> I think we should take that straight to Hollywood. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to do another one here. That was a good one. I, li- good I one. like that question. Yeah, that question's good. It makes you think. We should also rate, we should have rated the questions. Yeah, as we sure. this is a very complicated episode. What oh. is one thing you wish you were taught that you had to learn the hard way? Ugh. That's a fucking weird question. It's also, like, sad. Yeah. <laughs> it's so sad. Let me repeat this. What is one thing you wish you were taught that you had to learn the hard way? Yeah. So something that you learned in a shitty way that you wish somebody would have just given you at some point in your life as opposed to you going through the lesson mm-hmm, of learning mm-hmm. it. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Don't love how it's phrased. Yeah, I love how it's phrased. Do you have an answer for this one? Oh, man. I guess... I, this, sad, this is like a sad one, This kinda, is a sad one, yeah. You know? It's okay. Like, this is kind of a sad one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I guess I wish I was taught to value myself more. Uh, 
but and I had to like learn that in a variety of ways, in a variety of hard ways. Yeah. To value like my wants and needs, like value my thoughts and opinions, value who was given privy and like access to my time and space, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that those things I wish I was taught and I didn't have that I didn't have to go through the pain of learning them the way that you normally like learn those things, which is like you know, failed relationships, like broken friendships, you know, shit like that. Yeah. Weird parental connections. Yeah. I wish that that was just something that you could learn really easily as opposed to, and I guess it is for some people, I guess some people do have that instilled in them when they're young or they have people around them that are trying to instill that in them when they're young. But yeah, I don't know. That just was not a thing that my parents taught me being important yeah you know so i had to like learn it through all these like mistakes that i made essentially yeah or choices maybe not call them mistakes but choices bad choices that i made yeah so agreed um gosh i I would say it has to do with the length of my life i think that (laughs) i wish that i didn't obsess over mortality as much when i was younger yeah because i really really did and it lost me a lot of time, I think, because actual I was, time. Yeah, like, you were just, like actual time. time doing that. Yeah. Spend and I still do, but it's so much less bad now. Like even five years ago, I would spend so much time thinking about death, thinking about like, am I going to waste my life? Yeah. And in doing so, you are wasting your life. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> Which sucks because it's kind of you know the curse of being human, and you. Ultimately, most of us have to learn that the hard way, but I think that it's also cultural. I think that there are cultures that do a much better job of teaching people about the nature of mortality. Yes. I think that like religion, specifically growing up with the idea of eternal life (laughs) and then having that just completely evaporate from your consciousness because you're like, no, that's fucking ridiculous. ridiculous. (laughs) Absolutely ridiculous. It it was a weird thing for me to learn and and I learned it when I was 11, I think. I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna die and that's it. Yeah. This part of me, like this me was gone forever. Right. And that, yeah, I spent way too much time freaking out about it. I think that's fair, though. Yeah. I mean. I do sometimes worry. I think here's one thing I wish I was taught is that it's okay to take risks. Yep. That might cost you financially. Mm-hmm. If that's a thing that you want to do. Yeah. I had to learn that the hard way. Like. That I spent so much time doing things that I thought were what I was supposed to be doing yeah. that I didn't then take a risk. So like there, I think we don't we don't get taught like you were just saying you're thinking about your mortality all the time, so that wastes your life. But yes. we're also taught we're kind of taught by example to waste our lives in a yes. sense because you you fritter away your problem. best years to yeah. get to a point where you can retire. And that's part of the problem too, right? It is like, because then we waste. So we feel we like have. we're wasting our lives and we're thinking about dying because we're not doing the things, we don't get to do the things that like we want to do, which yeah. puts more pressure on how we think about our mortality also. Yeah. So yeah, that's shitty. It's so true, yeah. It's definitely a culture that doesn't value the life that you have now. It values right. the life that you could potentially have in the future if you work enough. Right, you but have you to work hate for it. Working. Yeah, but you hate working in the way that you're working. Yep, but it's also survival. Like if you depending on what your background is, like right. that comfort of like having a place to live and food to like, you know. Right, which we're both very insecure about those yes. things. Yes, even yeah. though I, I grew up with those things, but yeah. I think it was always in the back of my mind based on like but my parents' upbringing. Yeah. Yeah. Even though lose... that wasn't the environment I was raised in. Yeah, I mean, but they could have lost it at any time. I mean, that's yeah. just true. They weren't, that they were comfortable. You guys were comfortable, but not comfortable enough to rise from the ashes of that if it did all yeah, you never you know? know you never know yeah you never fucking know yeah so i don't know yeah it sucks man <laughs> yeah so everything fucking sucks everything fucking sucks to quote fred durst <laughs> <laughs> that prophet everything is fucked that everybody prophet. sucks he was a prophet he really was fred by the way durst. have you watched the woodstock documentary the new one yeah no i haven't oh, watched it it's just but i've fantastic. seen all the other ones oh there's another one about woodstock 99 yeah oh, there's another one this there's one like is two great more about woodstock 99 Oh, okay, brother. If you could travel anywhere, I mean, you're you already got a lot of traveling yep. down, but if you could travel anywhere in the world that you haven't gone to yes, yet, yes, 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 where would you go and why? So I have been saying Malaysia for a long time. Okay, 
because I just think it would be fucking sweet. <laughs> never been to Malaysia. Like, I was in the neighborhood, but never yeah. made it down there. So you would complete that. You yeah. gotta complete that circuit, basically. Yeah, yeah, complete the Southeast Asia yeah. circuit. Yes. I think it would be dope because you can see orangutans in Malaysia. Oh, okay, yeah. And that would be go. really cool. So you get, like, some rainforest stuff. You get some tropical beach stuff. You also have Kuala Lumpur, which is this massive, like, yeah. metropolis. So I've always wanted to go to Malaysia. I also have a second answer, which would be... This is also ape-related, to see bonobos in the Congo. Right. This, of course, is an astronomically expensive and difficult yes, thing to do. Not, unfortunately, not going to happen. Yes, it's yeah. probably not going to happen in my life. But that would be another place. But it's not because of you. It's just really hard to it's get there. really, really hard Do you hard remember that do. No Reservations episode where Bourdain went to the Congo? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was like it's not an easy place the to hardest go. thing to do. Yeah. Karimi says she's like she was always terrified of going to the Congo, like growing up oh, in that too. area. Wow, yeah. that's so wild. Yes, which is fair enough because you look at like the stability of the Congo yeah. versus Kenya, like it's it's completely different. Yeah. yeah, that's wild. I guess for me, I haven't done as much traveling as you, so my list is m- a lot longer. I really have right now the desire to travel through South America. The Gringo so that's Trail. Kind of my yeah, the Gringo Trail. That's yeah. kind of like where I'm at right now. I really want to go to Patagonia and yeah. I wanna to go to Bolivia and I wanna to go to Valparaiso. So yeah, I think that that's kind of where my brain is at now. But I also there's also other places that I wanna go. We were just talking about this not that we were just talking about this at lunch. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We were talking about it with somebody that I really want to go to Berlin. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, there's, and there's like other queer history, like other cities that are important to queer history that I really want to go to internationally. But Berlin is like definitely at the top of the list yeah. to, to see like just the spaces and see, you know, just like enter those spaces where people were doing really subversive shit and like getting away with it yeah. for a short period of time, of course. But, yeah. You know, it's just very interesting to me. So yeah. I think that would be cool. That would be very cool. Yeah. I and don't there's... think about Western Europe that much, but like also a, that would be an incredible place to yeah, travel. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't have that. I guess a lot of Americans have that feeling of like, oh, I need to go to Europe. Mm-hmm. That's, I don't have that as much, but I definitely like want to go to Berlin really badly. Yeah. I don't have it for like other places in Europe too much. I would love, you know, in 2014, I spent like a couple of days in the south of France. I would love to go back to the south of France and just explore there a little bit more. But really, my sights are set on like South America right now. I'd be that would be really cool. I'm watching the Street Food show. Have you watched Street Food I have, on but Netflix? Not the, there's a South American one. Now? Yeah, okay. I just watched the uh, Buenos Aires one. Oh yeah, oh, I bet that's amazing. I bet that was amazing. Some of that food looks so good. Oh my gosh, the carne there. The oh. carne. <laughs> the fucking carne. The fucking dude. carne. I love that. The carne there. The carne. The carne. Okay. Ooh, this there's is a, a lot big of mortality one. questions. This is hard hitters on this yeah. list. What do you you're want? You're going to talk people? about this with Bay? Yeah, you're talking about this with Bay. <laughs> You're drafting up your will with Bay in Seventeen you Magazine. You talking about the most depressing shit on earth. Okay, so what do you want people to remember you for when you're gone? Huge question. I really have a simple answer to this question. Go for it. I just want people to remember that I was a person who tried. Mm-hmm. Like I was not afraid to like stand up to certain people that I was not afraid to like say certain things, even if those things didn't produce, even if standing up for things or like working for things didn't produce something that is material. I just want people to remember that like I was trying. You were out here doing it. Yeah, I was just trying, you know? And like, I, I can't guarantee that some material change will happen out of the trying. I hope that something will, but Mm -hmm. I just, you know, it's very simple. Like just, I would want if I I'm not gonna have kids, but if I if there are people who are gonna be remembering me, like maybe our students or people who are younger, or you know my younger family members, I think that that's all. I would just care that they knew yeah. that I tried. Yeah, you know that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty simple, I guess. But it is. I just don't have a lot of big lofty ideas about who I am. I guess. I mean, it's better that way yeah, because the people know. that we know from all literature yes. that if you live your life trying to create a legacy, yes. it will ultimately it destroy just, you. Just, yeah. <laughs> I would say that 
I want to be remembered for just like being kind to everyone yeah. and making people laugh and feel good. Exactly. It's like a boring yeah. ass answer. No, but, but it's like, true. When I think about like the end of life of like, you know, my grandparents and my family members and shit, nobody fucking gives a shit about the things that you did. It's true. Right? Yeah. You'd it's so true. want to be remembered for like being really funny or like... Doing a good goof. Or just being like a good person just being to a good everyone person. you met, you know? Like, Nobody that's normal. gives a shit if yeah. you were rich. Like, really, it's so lame to say that, but it's so true. It's true. Unless you want your family to, like, fight over your will, then, like, they'll try to remember you <laughs> for that. But, like, I don't know, man. You wrote a crappy will, then they'll really remember yeah, you. If you write you a crappy will, shit. then they'll really remember you. <laughs> they'll like, remember when fucking grandpa had that crappy will? That will sucked. That will sucked. <laughs> No, yeah, I, I think simple answers are fine. Here. It's true because that's that's what you want. Like, I can't imagine anybody answering this and being like, I want people to remember me for curing cancer, even though they haven't already done it, mm-hmm. you know? Like, if you've done it, okay, yeah. I'll give you that. But, like, this but is America, this so people are like... <laughs> so even if you do cure cancer, nobody's yeah. going to know about it. Um, people remember me for having the dopest yacht. <laughs> people remember me. Never forget. I want people to remember me for being on F Boy Island. (laughs) I would want that. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Oh my God. I have two answers for this one. This one is a classic. What's your biggest fear? Okay, you start then, brother. Okay. So my first answer is like the 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 real fear, which is heights. I've always been terrified Mm -hmm. of heights. I hate Okay, this is false, but I I do love being on mountains. I love going hiking. I love vistas and all that shit, but I also hate being close to a cliff. Yes. So it's like this weird thing where it's like... I think that makes sense. Yeah, it scares me. Yeah. But then I look at other people who will just walk right to the edge of the cliff. That's literally me. Dude, if I'm near the edge of the cliff, the first thought is like jump. And I don't, like, I hate having that. I don't have that feeling. Oh, my God. But I do love being on the edge of the cliff. The call of the void is, like, very strong in me. Yeah. And so that's, I think what I, yeah, I do. And that's (laughs) why I think about, I hate about heights is not the height itself. I love hiking and all of that shit. I hate what's in my brain, (laughs) which I knew it's not going to happen, but, like, it's a very common thing. And uh, I hate that feeling. So that's number one. The second one is a quote from Station Eleven which we just kind of talked about yeah. a little bit, I don't want to live the wrong life and then that's, die. That's my number one fear. That's it, man. That, that's like, like so scary. And that's the kind of shit that will prevent you from living the right life. It's true. When you think of that all the time. It's true. I try not to think about it. But yeah. that is, if somebody asked me, I knew you were going to say that. If somebody asks <laughs> me what my biggest fear is, I'm literally going to say, I fear that I am not doing the thing that I need, that I need or want to do. Mm-hmm. But I don't think about it all the time, luckily. Yeah. It's just something that is kind of in the in the back of my mind mm-hmm. that exists, you know? Yeah. Or when I'm watching Station Eleven. Or yes. thinking about reading the the experience of reading Station Eleven for the first time, which is I did not read it. Or insane. finish the show. Because that like whatever episode that was with that <laughs> quote, I was like, I can't watch any more of this. <laughs> oh, you need to watch it. it ha- I know. It's, it, there's actually like a happy ending. I know. I need I as need happy to watch as it, it can be at least. Um, um I was they also... changed they changed the show a lot. The sh- the book is bleak. Yeah, as the apocalypse would be, wouldn't it? Yeah, they changed the show to make it a little less bleak. So that was nice. Surprisingly, the preppers that they just don't win in the end. The preppers not... don't win. Can you believe that? I can't believe no. it. I think also besides that, the fear of like being old and being like I hate the life I just lived. So scary. Yeah, it's a very scary thing. I think that my biggest fear is. Actually, I think I think that's it. That's it. Yeah, I really think that's it. I have like I do have that anxiety of like getting old and being like, oh gosh, I didn't do what I was supposed to do. Yeah. Or I think before I'm working, I think I'm working on this one a little bit, but I have always had the fear of like I would, I know what I want to do, and I know I have some like ambitions creatively, and I've feared that I would wait too long and mm-hmm. not be able to do them. Yeah. For whatever reason. But you are cracking away at that right now. You're I'm trying very to. Creative. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I always fear that like age thing. Like I'm too old to do shit. Now. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. Especially as we get older. There, I was going to say there's a like a Chinese, I think it's a Chinese story. It was in an Alan Watts book that I read a bunch of times, like, you know, five or six years ago. And it relates to that idea where there's this guy and he spends all of his days kind of like hanging out outside this shop, like, 
smoking a pipe and like watching the birds and he realizes that he's like wasting his life so he goes and he talks to all these mystics it's a really long story and at the end he gets like the final mystic that's supposed to tell him the meaning of life and the mystic is like it's hanging out outside smoking your pipe listening to the birds and that's like the thing is like your life is you're supposed to just live yeah, your life and be present. It, yeah. That's the only thing. Also, that sounds dope. It's a dope story. If I was hanging out outside, <laughs> shop, so I got a pipe listening to the birds. Yeah, you wouldn't even think about it. I wouldn't think about shit. <laughs> I would be so happy. Instead, I have to live this fucking life. <laughs> yeah, you have to get up and go to work. <laughs> you have to like get up in the work and be in the world. Ugh. Yep. I'm jealous of that guy. Yeah, that guy lives a good life. <laughs> I, I dream of being a cafe old man. I know that's your dream. One that's day, like, brother, literally my you'll dream. get it. Ugh. I believe. I believe too. Cafe old man. Cafe I think about man. that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I put it. I don't know how else to say it. It's true. Uh, here we go. Ugh. If a genie offered you three wishes, what would you ask Ugh. for? Ugh. This is another question. This is like the island question. I don't. Like I don't this like question. this one either. I mean, we don't have to do it. Yeah, let's like hide let's, this place and play again. Let's 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 skip this. Or one. is that like? Is that cheating? Is that cheating? I think that is cheating. All right. Except uh, we're going to do it. Let's see. All right. I'm going to leave all of this into this editing, too, because okay. this is funny. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. I would say, like, immediate political action on addressing climate change and all, like, the social inequalities. Yes. Can we lump that all together? Yeah. We could, that's one way. Like, there's just, like, a snap, and a then everyone's snap, like, what yeah. the fuck are we doing? Let's put all of yes. our energy into doing this. Yes. And we all do it together. It's a snap, and everybody actually gives a shit about being a community. Yes. Like, like that's Everything's it. gone. Like, prison's like, gone. Polices are gone. Greed police is... Polices. Police are polices. gone. Polices. Greed is Billionaires gone. Billionaires are gone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they don't die. They just, like, liquidate everything and put it yes. towards this, like, whatever. Yes. And I guess money would also kind of be gone Yeah, money at that would point. be gone. Yes. Yeah, like, just, I guess, <laughs> if a genie offered me three wishes, I would drastically change everything about the world. I would fix everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny that, as a kid, you're taught that your wish should be either for more wishes or a bazillion dollars. Yes. Right? That was my first, up. like, yeah. that was what you were taught. Yes. That's fucked up. It is fucked up. That's not cool. It's like every movie with a genie. Like Shazam yeah. was like, didn't he want like a lot of money? <laughs> Probably. He wanted like he a wanted lot of money. He wanted to rain candy. He wanted to rain point, candy. Which was dope. Yeah, would, that was dope. Kind of want that. About a, <laughs> the thing about a genie and wishes is that they're tricksters. Yeah, they're going to so try and get you. So this question doesn't even make any sense. But anyway, let's pretend shit. like they're not tricksters. Yeah, this is a I good agree genie. With the, I agree with this with you with your social change. What are the other two? I would say that I... A selfish one to have like a very healthy, functioning, pain-free body for as long as I'm alive. Yeah. Like up until the last moment where I die or whatever, that I'm like no fucking joint pain, no like teeth issues, (laughs) like none of that shit. Like everything works great. I sleep fine. Like all that shit. I think that's That's like my selfish one. That's great. You know? I love that. Doesn't that sound good? Sounds really good. Especially right now. No hangovers. Yeah, either. no hangers, no hangers either. <laughs> lump that all in. Yeah, that's all. That's all. <laughs> I'm doing lump wishes. You get a lot of wishes yeah. in one. Lump that all in. And then you got one more. You got one more? I would say like a feeling of peace for like everybody. Mm-hmm. You know? Not like that nothing hurts and everything is like easy, but like that there's a feeling of peace, that there's like a feeling of not like freaking out about mortality and shit like serenity is easy yeah mortality still exists guys you're gonna die in my genie world because that's fucking crazy well you can't wish that people will stay alive forever yeah that's a fucked up wish that's also like scientifically impossible yeah everything you just mentioned is possible yes agreed through like some changes yeah through some like small changes. Yeah. Honestly, I really like your wishes. Thanks, brother. And I think that they're good. <laughs> I really like your wishes. I really like your wishes, <laughs> and I think they're good. <laughs> I think that they're good, and they really resonate with me. If I had to add something, which I don't really see the point of adding something. You may add but a wish. If I added yeah. something, I guess it would be, I would want to have access to all of the fruits and all of the vegetables. <laughs> That's in great. the whole world yeah when i want them all the time all the time that's awesome that's it though god i should have thought of that <laughs> no i want your wishes plus that yeah yeah, yeah. We, we i both want your get wishes that. plus that so Just yeah we'll like share it some we'll black sapote yeah whenever i fucking want that's sick or the the 
the gak. Oh, we can get some gak. We can get some gak, man. Yeah, listen to the fruit episode, oh. folks. I didn't mean to call back to that, but that's no. just something that brings me joy, and I, I would want that all the time. That's you know? great. That's a good wishes. All right. Oh, this is oh, a nice this one. Is cute. What's your idea of a perfect day? Oh, man. I used to do this exercise where I would try to, like, think of what a perfect day is. And, like, looking... I did this when I lived in Korea, and my perfect day was all based on, like, being back home. I think it's because I, like, missed home. And it was very much about, like, being in Narragansett, Rhode Island, which is, like, really interesting. Because I was just in Narragansett, Rhode Island. Yeah. And I had some, like, pretty perfect days when I was there. But, yeah, a perfect day is, like... Waking up feeling great, because that is, like, important as you get older. (laughs) Just, like, wake up feeling fresh. And normal. And normal. I am in some beautiful location. It doesn't have to be exotic, but, like, the weather is nice. I'm surrounded by people that I love. Family, friends. Mm -hmm. Everybody's feeling good. You get your coffee. Mm -hmm. Maybe I go for a walk. And then we start drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. After, I don't know, maybe I'll do some push-ups or something. But yeah, you, you just have a great day. Maybe go to some vineyards. Ooh, nice. You know, good food. Nice. It's basic-ass shit, guys. Yeah. We're simple people. I, yeah. Some good food in a beautiful place with the people that you like. I don't want I don't want to be on a yacht. I don't want any of that yeah. shit. I just want to, like, relax outside in comfortable weather yes. with people that I like. Literally, that's, good food. that's pretty much my perfect day, too. Right. That's it. I don't know. Like I'd be shocked eating... when people say something different. I'm sure there are so many people that would say yes, something different. But it's like shocking to me. Things. I guess people would probably say something that is related to travel or something. Yeah. But no, I don't want to be stressed out at yeah. all. I don't, I don't want, want an agenda. To have any... Yeah, I want to be with my friends and the people that I love and eat really great food and kind of just like go off the cuff. Like whatever we want to do, we're going to do it. If we go to the beach, cool. If we go to the pool, cool. If we do something else we play board games yeah. while we're drinking or or doing other illicit substances and that's fine <laughs> whatever it is like i just want to be with people that i really love and, and admire and and engaging in things and i want to be engaging in things that make us feel good yeah i when i think about it like i had a lot of perfect days this summer you know yeah like in san diego and new york and narragansett and here like you know i had Perfect days. I think if your bar for the perfect day is yeah, I guess it's pretty, pretty low. low yeah. You can have perfect days all the time. Very often, yeah. And that's like pretty remarkable. And it's also not very capitalist. Yeah. Because we don't need to make it better than it is. No. Like the ingredients for the perfect day exist. Totally. <laughs> right? I mean sometimes I'll sometimes I'll spend a day reading and like not doing a lot of stuff and that to me feels like a perfect day. Yeah. Where I just, like, get to read and not do anything else. That's awesome. Yeah. You know? So, I, yeah. But I think if I'm thinking of, like, the answer to this question, it definitely would be, like, being outside in comfortable weather, people that I care about, eating stuff that we really like, drinking things that we really like, just laughing and goofing around. That's it. That's it. And the night with, like... Uh, fire and s'mores. Yeah, oh, and s'mores like are a part an, of every incredible day. day. Yeah. You know, that's like an incredible day. Put a Reese's cup and sit oh, on the chocolate. Stop it. That's a chocolate. That, you better stop. Peanut butter s'more, motherfucker. That's incredible. Yeah. That is an incredible treat. When I think about my days in Hendersonville with my sister. Oh yeah, you get a little perfect s'more action. All right, we got a maybe one or two we more. Got, yeah, we'll do one. Let's do two more. Okay. So we'll do this one and one more. This is a good one. If you could have dinner with someone, living or dead. Who would you invite and why? Mm. Brother, what do you I got? I guess I have like a lot for this. I have a ton of answers I for think this. I know at least Especially one of your answers. Especially because living or dead. Yeah. So it's like, that could be so many different people. Mm-hmm. Obviously though, and people who know me are not going to be surprised by this answer. Mm-hmm. Like, I would want to have dinner with James Baldwin. I knew it. I knew it was coming. And yeah. I would want that dinner to extend over like several hours. Yeah. Where he was like... Get breaking out the best wine, and he was putting on the music. Definitely smoking that cigarettes he likes the whole smoking time. butts. <laughs> I will smoke a butt for James Baldwin. Of course. The whole thing, at, and I want it to be at his villa in France. Yeah, I want like the whole experience of like just being with him and like being in awe of him and listening to him and talking very little. Mm-hmm. Only when he calls on me to talk, like yeah. asking a question or something like that. 
that's that would be like my number one answer. Yeah. But obviously, like yes, there are like tons more, but that's number one. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm thinking dead, there are like famous people that I would choose, but just curiosity. I want to meet like my great 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 all the way back grandparent like yeah someone like hundreds of years back maybe like the guy that came from portugal Mm -hmm. like maybe the guy that came from ireland or the you know the lady whatever you know and like what 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 was going on in their (laughs) fucking life like what are you doing i mean like did they have a lot of dysentery probably like crazy (laughs) shit right like a lot of smallpox avoidance like would we have stuff to talk about Would they be interesting at all? Maybe they would be, like, really fun. They could be. They could love to have a good time. Yeah. They t- or it totally could be, could like, be. I got nothing to say yeah. to you, but I want to know. Yeah, I'm, like, interested in, like, yeah. my genetic line. Like, who, who are these people? That's very interesting. All right. One more. One more. One more. The last one. The last one, baby. What's it going to give us? All right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You want to read it, brother? This one's not really, like, relevant to both of us. No. But I have... Oh, I guess I... I mean, I thought about it. Well, then let's talk about it. Okay, let's talk about it. Okay. So, have you thought... Have you ever thought about the names of your future kids? If so, what would you name them? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I've kind of gone and, like, uh, I've had, like, thoughts about this. Yes. I mean, I've had thoughts about this because I... For a long time, I wanted to have children. Yeah. It's only kind of recently, like the last five years, where that has, that that thought process has completely changed. Yeah, I um, used to want like a real Irish name mm-hmm. because yes, you've you talked know, about this before. Yeah. I used to want like a real Irish ass name, like Sersha. Yeah, like Sersha. <laughs> yeah, uh, like you know some bullshit. Like kids are way too many kids are named like Declan now. Like, yeah, I like that name There's when I was a, a kid because no one was named Declan. Now everybody's named yeah. Declan. It's like the name of a it's shitty true. white kid. So I don't think I would go with Declan. Then I went through a period where I wanted to name them like cool, like, you know, activists, like <laughs> yeah. civil rights. Yeah. Like if my kid was like a uh, mixed race, <laughs> like Stokely would be like a dope <laughs> fucking name. Like I was like, oh, Stokely, that's cool. <laughs> now I've arrived at, let's go back to the names of our grandparents. <laughs> this is, I think, a natural process. Yeah, like Howard like fucking uh, Bob, just Bob. Bob. My grandpa, my grandfathers were Bill and Bob. There's actually a kid at the. I was so shocked. There was actually a kid at the pool last week whose name was Bobby. That's great. I haven't heard that in many years. Yeah. Because everybody who is like of our generation and the ones behind us, most of them are just going by Robert or Robbie. Yeah. But yeah, his name is Bobby. I was Bobby. so shocked. Yeah, Bill, Bob, Mike. Let's go back. <laughs> <laughs> you want simple shit. Yeah, Donald. Simple shit. <laughs> and then the ladies could be like Margaret. Yeah, Margaret, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no more Sophias. You know? No more. No. We're going back. No, we're going all the way back. For Roof. me, I, I guess I'm a little edgy. I always kind of wanted, I would want to name, like if I had a daughter or a, you know, or a kid who was assigned female at birth, mm-hmm. then I would want to give her a name that was more traditionally masculine. Yeah, a little. So like, yeah. one thing I thought would be cool is if I had a daughter and I named her Isaac. Ah, like, that's kind of cool. Would be dope. Yeah. So I've I've thought about that, and same like similarly for for boys, like just giving them something that I love the name like Valerie for a boy. Hmm. Which is, uh, you know, Stacey told me that's actually pretty common in Haiti. They obviously pronounce it differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They pronounce it in a French way, but I, I love the name Valerie for a boy. You call like, him Val. That's amazing. Yeah, and call him Valor, whatever, or don't, you know. Is that Val Kilmer's name, Valerie? I don't know. <laughs> that's a great question. It might be. It might just be Val. It might be. I, but I love that, like, you know, there's that... <laughs> bringing it back to f-boy island mm-hmm. there was that guy named mercedes oh yeah mercedes. and like that's such a great name for a man like a wow name. what yeah. a that was very that was a very interesting choice that his parents made yeah so i think yeah just giving them names that i don't know i don't i think i used to think that i wanted my kids to have names that kind of like set them apart i don't so much want that i just want them to have names that feel like they have some power or some weight of some kind mm-hmm that's if I was gonna have children, that's where my that's where my brain would be. Yeah, you know, just that they have some weight, like you can feel them. Yeah, you know, like Bob. And you could be. 
<laughs> you're like, be proud that you're named that, you know? Yeah. I would love that. Yeah, I think that's interesting. It's a ve- naming is very strange. It's yeah. very interesting. I know we said that's the last one, but that one is like I said, it doesn't like really apply to us too much. It doesn't work for us. So you. let's let's do because we're not like as passionate about having children, you know? That would be different if we were. Right. Oh shit. Okay, if this If you could redo a decision in your life, what decision would it be and why? Yeah. Got a couple of these. Yep. I do too. I got a couple of these. I'll do the one that's less sad. Okay. <laughs> hey, let's hear it. I would not go to grad school. Okay. I would not go to grad school. Or at least I would not go to grad school when I went to grad school. Okay. Why is that? Because I went to grad school because I felt like I needed to get my master's degree. And I didn't take a lot of time to do research about where would be the best place for me. I just kind of jumped into it. And I was like, this is a place that's going to accept me now mm-hmm. and that's fine and so i did that and i'm gr- of course i'm grateful because like i learned there are some things i did take away from graduate school but i would have done it completely differently you know i would have taken more time to research a place that would have been more supportive to the type of research that i wanted to do and that would have given me more money and that would have allowed me a little bit more freedom to do the things that i wanted to do yeah so i think yeah i would have yeah I would have just done that completely differently. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, all fair. the way around. Makes sense. Yeah. What about you, brother? I would have taken more risks in my 20s. Yeah. You know? That's a good one. Like, I did take For what sure. people would describe as risks, but my risks were, like, incredibly calculated. Yeah. Like, moving abroad, like, teaching in, like, you know, different locations technically risks because there's risks involved with it but i was there and like making money and supporting myself Mm -hmm. it wasn't like i just disappeared and did some shit i wish that i had the balls (laughs) (laughs) like looking for the right word balls (laughs) i wish i had the balls to make a decision that is wild and be like, I don't know how I'm going to afford this. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to pay for it. And I'm going to fucking do it anyway. That's, some, that's, a, that's definitely a skill I wish I had now. Yeah, I can't. I don't have that. I, and I won't do it because now I have like other things wrapped up in yeah. my life that I need to like think about. You don't realize when you're in your 20s that those risks will not ruin it's you. It's so true. Especially if like you have, like I had parents that had like a home you know, yeah. like I had a place to fall back on. Yeah. I was so scared of being the person who had to fall back on their parents that I didn't take the risks that like maybe would have led to something really dope. Yeah. I mean, I have I could say the same thing about myself easily. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how what that fall back falling back would have looked like because my parents are definitely in a, di- a little bit of a different situation. But I know that like they would have taken care of me in any way that they could have. Yeah. If I had made a decision that was like. Just something I really wanted to do. Yeah, there's. Yeah, I feel that. You get that instilled in you that like, that you're you're a failure, if you. Right. If you don't have all your ducks in a row. Yeah. Like yeah. immediately. Yeah. And but, I don't know what ducks I was even trying to get. Into yeah, a row. I don't even fucking know. Like what? So I could have like a Roth IRA when I was 25. Yeah. Like who gives yeah, a who shit? Gives shit? I don't know if the fi- financial institutions money. are gonna exist yeah. when I'm That's retired. That's so true. I'm still not good at saving money. I don't have a house. Yeah. Like, I don't really know what I was doing. Just craving a kind of stability that we yeah. thought was necessary yeah. for, like, growth. When in reality, the stability is probably the antithesis of growth. Yeah, it probably stagnated it a bit. Which kind of sucks. Like, I'm not saying that I regret these decisions, but would I do something differently if I knew that I was going to end up okay? Yeah, of course well, yeah, I would. Of course. Hell I yeah. would fucking roll the dice. <laughs> I would just do whatever the fuck I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And it could have ended up in a really interesting place. And it's weird like the paths, like the divergent paths, and you have to make a decision when you're like twenty four. Mm-hmm. And I made this decision to like pursue like a Fulbright in Laos. I could have like done like a PhD program. I could have just like went into the workforce. Yeah. And I chose that specific one. Which is really interesting. Yeah. Where the fuck would I be now if I chose something else? Yeah. Yeah. Completely different place. I agree. I wouldn't redo that decision, but maybe when I got back from Laos, it would have been more interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think I feel like we're kind of saying the same thing. Right? Yeah. We, like, jumped into something, kind of, in a sense. Like, we jumped into something. It felt calculated, mm-hmm. but it actually, like, wasn't quite as calculated as we thought. Yeah. 
it was, you know? Yeah. Or we weren't really, like, looking at it holistically. We were kind of just looking at it very tunnel vision-y. Yep. Like, I, I want to get this thing done. I need to get this thing done. And I want this thing. But didn't consider the other possibilities that were around at the time. Yeah. Yeah, it, it sucks. Kind of sucks, I right? I wish, yeah. I wish, yeah. I, I, you know, I agree with you. I wish I would have just thought about it for a little while longer. Not felt that, like, pressure. So much you know? pressure to get that job, like, the salaried yeah. job to move out. Like, I lived with my parents for, what, like, four or five weeks before I got another job or getting yeah. back from Laos. Like, why was I so, such a, a rush? Oh, rush, yeah, I know. I could have gone anywhere. I could have moved anywhere. Yeah. And I didn't. Yeah. So I was scared. Yeah. It sucks. So take a lesson <laughs> from this to our young listeners. Do the shit you want to do before you get too old to do it. Yeah, I think that's fair. Because at some point you are going to have like a partner who you want to keep building a relationship with. You're going to have friends and just like a life somewhere. Condo so, in Hollywood, yeah, Florida. Yeah, you definitely want to like make sure you do the things before you do all that stuff, you yeah. know? I think that's fair. I think that's important. Like I'm not regretful necessarily. No, I'm not either. But would I, would I do it differently? Yeah. Certainly. Why not? I don't feel be more interesting. regret. I just wish, yeah, I could go back and be like, hey, slow down. It's, it's cool. Yep. Just no take, one's telling take you to Take six more months down. to think about this. Yeah. No, that six months feels like an eternity. I know. If you don't have, like, whatever the finances. I know, but whatever. You know, it's fine. We're okay. We're okay. Yeah, we're okay. We're we going to be entering. Podcast, we're going to so. be going through the rest of our 30s, entering our 40s as podcast grifters. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all sick. good. Yeah. It's all good. We're going to be fine. Anyway, right. I'm really happy we did this, brother. We yeah, still this have great. some. There's still some. Uh, we got plenty more to do if we ever need to. Uh, yeah. Take a break from research and just jump on this. I hope it's yeah. interesting for people listening. I think it probably is. They want to, you know, they can. This helps with their parasocial yes, relationships yes. that they have with us. Yeah, develop your parasocial relationships. <laughs> that will make you feel like you need to give money to <laughs> us. Yeah, you'll want to support us more. I get yes. it. That's a great idea. Anyways, thank you, brother. Thank you for your vulnerability today. You too, brother. Thank yeah, you. It's really nice. And thank you guys for listening. This is Fat Guy, Jack Guy. I'm Steph Rubino. I'm Brandon Walsh.